Hi, I'm Doug Berry from BR Coalition and the U.S. Grace Force podcast. What I focus on in BR Coalition is trying to help people be better prepared body, mind, and soul. One of the key things that I emphasize that is so important is having in your vehicle an emergency bag or a bug out bag. Some call it simply a go bag. What this is, is a bag that has in it certain items that help you in the middle of the crisis. You might find yourself in a situation where you need to draw from that bag extra food or water, maybe a water filter, a medical kit, a rain poncho. There's a whole host of things you can put in there. You'll tailor it to meet your needs based on your circumstances, your location. But even more important than the natural, and it is important to take care of the physical natural needs that we have, is the spiritual. I really want to encourage you to go out to romancatholicgear.com and get yourself a spiritual go bag. This is a bag that Father Richard Heilman put together to address those spiritual needs that are so important in our lives. We all find ourselves in a crisis once in a while. The need to deal with that crisis appropriately is important. This is a bag that Father Heilman put together to help with the very basic essentials that all of us have to take care of when it comes to our spiritual lives. In this bag, you will find the Combat Rosary. This rosary is based on the 1916 World War I U.S. government military-issued whole chain service rosary. It was originally designed by Father Richard Heilman based on the World War I design. You'll also find a series of powerful prayer books, the Peace Through Strength Prayer Journal, the Strength and Alliance Field Journal, and the USGF Prayer Book. These are powerful ways to go deeper in your prayer life, learning how to go to another level when it comes to understanding the power of prayer, meditational prayer, the importance of deepening that relationship with God through a consistent, disciplined prayer life. You'll also find the U.S. Grace Force Banner Pen. This Grace Force Banner Pen has a banner that pulls out and features four Catholic prayers. The Padre Pio Power Prayer, Sacred Heart Novena Prayer, the Morning Offering, the St. Michael Prayer, and the Act of Contrition. This rolled up in your pen, you can keep in your pocket all the time. You'll also have in this spiritual go bag, a brown scapular, a holy water flask, and a blessed salt flask. These incredible and vital instruments of our spiritual arsenal, when used, when engaged with, absolutely will give us the strength that we need to endure the battles that we are in the thick of. Also, two God Strong books. This spiritual go bag was designed also for evangelization. By owning extra God Strong books, you will have the opportunity to hand it off to a family member, a friend, or anyone else you feel God has placed in your path and help them get back to deepening their faith. You'll also find two green scapulars. The green scapulars are most known for conversions. By owning these scapulars, you also have the opportunity to hand off to or hide it near any family member, friend, etc. And by the grace of God, through this green scapular, help bring about a deeper conversion for them. Also, a Heal Our Land flag pen is in this spiritual go bag. We are given a special mission to wield the very force of supernatural grace in this fallen world, especially in our own nation. This is a great pin to wear that indicates our mission to build the kingdom of God in America. These items in the spiritual go bag are powerful and incredibly helpful in everyone's day-to-day -day struggle that we all have. There's no doubt that we are seeing things in our world intensify. We know the battle is real, and we can pretty much expect it's going to ramp up even more. Be ready for it. Take the steps necessary to be spiritually prepared to handle whatever God allows to come your way. So go out to romancatholicgear.com now and order your own spiritual go bag and one for those that you love.
God bless and strengthen you in this fight. Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Grace Forest podcast. I'm Doug Barry, along with my always very good and hard to see tonight because he's in camo friend, <laughs> Father Richard Heilman. <laughs> We've got Dan Schneider on with us again. We just can't get enough of Dan, his wisdom, his his charisma, or as my friend would say, yeah, his yeah. charisma. So we've got to get started, though. Our counteroffensive to Satan's ambush. This is a serious one. We're fighting an ancient enemy, an ancient battle. We've got to use the weapons that God gives us to do it effectively. Of course, everything begins with prayer, which, of course, is one of those ancient weapons. And, Father, we always defer. Sure. All right. Take this, Atlantic Magazine. In the name of the Father, the Son, mm. and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that, Father. And it's a very mil militaristic prayer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. very <laughs> somewhat radical if you yeah. really think about it. You yeah. Know, hard to stomach that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we want to thank you, everybody out there who supports the U.S. Grace Force podcast. Thank you so much for your prayers, your encouragement. I just got back again from a recent event out in the Chicago area, and just I gave a couple of talks, and Father and I were there for the WFSI Catholic Radio Award Ceremony. And I got to tell you, I had so many people come up to me during the two talks I gave, just thanking uh, us for the podcast. And I can't thank you enough for your support of this podcast. Father and I are. Just honored to be able to provide it and share it with you all. And we thank you so much for your prayers and your support. And for those of you out there who support us financially through the Patreon program, thank you as well. If anybody is interested in supporting us through the Patreon program, go on out to the link in the description and just pray about it. And we ask you to consider throwing us, you know, a few dollars here and there, and that helps us keep this going. And it is important. We are trying to get this message out to as many people as possible. And we want a good, solid, strong Catholic message out there. And we're going to be talking about a number of things tonight regarding what we could and should be doing when it comes to really this counteroffensive against Satan because of the ambush that we have been in the thick of for so long. Obviously, since the beginning of time, I should say, since the fall of man, that's my point, since the fall of man. But things are happening today that are a little bit Te different than... Technically, it is the being of time, Doug. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. The fathers of the because you are the, the theologian church. on the set here. Yes, I father. am the resident theologian. <laughs> yeah. So, Doctor Dan church. Schneider, everybody, here he yeah. is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I'll, I'll be here all week. Make sure you keep the way. <laughs> so, yeah, the fathers of the church talk. Say they say that you know how did we have. When did the angels fall? The, the church teachings is that the angels, the fallen angels were not created evil. They were created good and chose in rebellion against God and disobedience. So when God separated the light from the darkness, not on day one, um, that wasn't until day four did we get the sun and the moon and, and the things that mark the days and the night. So it's at the, 
at the beginning of creation, an angel is created in his fall. And when he rejects God, non-servium, I will not serve a God that takes a form lesser than me. Light is separated from darkness. And so yep. technically at the beginning of time, when God spoke into the void, uh, the, the, the primordial chaos, and then creates the angels, that's when the, that's when the epic battle began. And then yeah. as man was created um, at, at the instigation of the evil one. But um, um, the catechism says that all of man's history is one of dour combat with the forces of evil. So right. at least our own history is dour combat. Yep. Yeah. Dan, um, uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight, or one of the many things, is, <laughs> is just how... Uh, how have we responded to so the counteroffensive to what we are calling Satan's ambush? And of course, you know, the battle's been since the beginning of time, but uh, wow, uh, in the last almost three years now, it's, it's, uh, it's been pretty intense. And I think everybody admits that. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so what are we going to do about it? For me, I, I felt like it was getting crazy uh, in 2019 it was uh, the the lead up to to the uh, Amazon Synod, and all the talk about them just completely changing what we believe as a church and what we teach. Uh, it, it was threatening us, and and it, it just seemed like there wasn't uh, at least lar- large voices speaking against this. It seems so possible that this might happen uh, through this Amazon Synod, and um, that's when Doug and I. Uh, decided to get together and, and st- start this podcast because we just wanted to, you know, keep truth alive and and uh, and and talk about all the things that we can do to to counter do, do this counteroffensive against uh, Satan's. But then, you know, what happened at, shortly after that was COVID and and the lockdowns and you know everything that was going on and 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 that's when I felt like, wow, okay, Satan is throwing everything at us, including the kitchen sink. And, and, uh, and, and I say too, that I, I think our first move and maybe it was a valid move. I don't know. His history will have to take care of that, but, uh, we kind of dove for the bunkers because of the bombing rate, I mean, it was just so intense and, and we just didn't quite know what to do at that time. But, but I think all three of us, uh, are warriors and we're, we're not going to just sit and take it. We're not going to just sit and get defeated. And so we did everything that we could. I was intrigued as soon as I found out about Libra Cristo uh, and what uh, you're involved with, with Father Ripperger and others. Um, but because why? Because we were seeing an alarming rate. Maybe you can speak to that, Dan, um, that just yeah. in the last few years, the amount of, of uh, d- uh, demonic torment, I, I'm, I'm using that general term, but because it, it can be obsession or possession or all that, but the amount of that was was frighteningly high, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, few it's, years? yeah just, I just saw an, uh, an article a couple of weeks ago on LifeSite News, and uh, I think it was the school district of Portland, uh, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was, I think, in Oregon, um, it said that uh, it might have been Seattle, but it said that it, since 2019, which is what you're, you're referencing. Interesting, they picked that year. Yeah, yeah they've they've had a almost 900 percent increase in children in the in the public school system that identify as non-binary. And in 2019, I didn't know what that wow. term meant. I didn't even know what non-binary. Right, I mean, right, right. I'm not even sure. I, I, Me too. I heard, recently, I heard that I'm cisgender. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. I had to like. I was at a, I was actually 
biblical conference. Okay, I think it was even a Catholic biblical conference, but it was a it was a biblical conference, and they were talking about genders and these other things. And I'm like, this gender, yeah. my sister's a girl, of course. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I had no idea what they're talking about. Well, we so, have Father Ripperger coming in January to my parish, and uh, yeah. normally it's for men, and 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 I'm opening up to all genders for that one. All the genders can come. Otherwise, um, you're going to have yeah. a whole bunch of women all, in your parish identifying yeah, as yeah, men, so yeah. they can go hear Father Ripperger speak. Exactly. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, 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 we, so it's fresh. Is the point, right? It's, it's fresh. The point is, it's very fresh. It's and, an ambush. And one of the, in my book, um, uh, it's going to come out in June the next year with Tan. I, I quote, I quote, I quote a lot. Of, I quote, I quote Rogers Rangers, and, and I use kind of. A, a, Do you have a you title know, yet? Yeah, it's a, it's a Libra Cristo, a, a manual for spiritual combat. Holy uh, cow! So nice. one of the. I quoted a Marine. I just to throw a shout out to the Marines because you know if you if you know any Marines, they've been talking about the Marine Corps birthday, which was a week ago, and so so they they love the Marine Corps birthday. They're, they're always talking about the Marine Corps birthday. So so I quoted Chesty Puller, famous Marine, one, the most famous Marine, most highly decorated Marine in, in military history, and in, during Korea they asked him, "What is uh, what is your situation?" He says, "Our situation, we're surrounded. That simplifies the problem, right?" <laughs> That means that means no matter what direction we shoot, we hit one. Yeah. So so that's kind of where we're at. We're surrounded. That simplifies the problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. So 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 we now we have to just take aim. Now we have to. That's just why take that's aim. why we're using the the word ambush in the title of of today's show because yeah. it, it's just it's been that severe and intense and really only over the last three plus years. Yeah. Think of, think of what what when I was in Iraq, it was Desert Storm. We had tanks linear battles uh the, the iraqis were actually fighting um and they would dig triangles and bury in and they were basically doing trying to do trench warfare against the most advanced army in military history i mean they would they would build they would they would build these trenches or you know and try to light them on fire and these other things and our engineers would just bulldoze them in i mean there was it was there was no competition our our ballistics could outdo their optics. I, I was good friends with a guy. Ended up making it to general, and and his his tank was the lead tank of the lead platoon that went into into Kuwait, and they were hitting the enemy's tanks uh, with tank rounds, and the enemy's turrets and their T sixty twos, these Russian Russian Soviet era tanks, uh, they couldn't even see where our guys were. We out our our ballistics outran their optics. They had no chance. So what did they do within a very few few short amount of time, four or five years, eight years, they took off their uniforms, they blended into the civilian population, and they drew us into a primitive war where they would they would use IEDs, they were using women and children, they drew us into house-to-house -house urban conflict. And when I was in my early training as an officer, they were talking about light intensity conflict. And here we were in one generation, less than a generation, going house to house, door to door in Ramadi. Uh, uh, um, and all these, and some of these other cities in Iraq, and what the enemy would do to our guys, and look, we're not, we weren't used to this, and so they would run, they would, they would close off areas and alleys to try to draw us into their kill zone, and so you have to learn how to fight. We had to learn how to shift. The ancient enemy, right, has gone into ancient primitive warfare, yes. and I think this is what we're seeing. We're seeing primitive warfare. We're seeing, we're seeing pre-Christian primitive warfare uh, taking place and we have to learn how to react and how how do we fight an ancient enemy with the ancient weapons those with are the, the best. ancient weapons yeah, yeah. yeah. the and ancient the, weapons of the church yeah right yeah litanies yeah. prayers rosary yeah. devotion to the blessed mother you yep. know 
these will work best. Right. Well, I, I got to say this first, Dan, before I ask the question I was going to ask you is, um, I, I, did you not get the memo on what to wear tonight? Yeah. Yeah, this is my... Uh, tie on I mean, you're the veteran and we're honoring I, veterans. And yeah, we're, we're in camo and yeah. you're, you're in a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I am, I, am, I am in a secret location. Uh, <laughs> this, is my, this, is my, this is my operative uh, garb. <laughs> Uh, I'm, tr I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm giving a two day You're retreat. blending in with the, with I'm the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, culture. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm giving a retreat <laughs> to religious sisters, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and an undisclosed location somewhere in the Southern half of the United States. And mm -hmm. let me tell you something, these women get it. When yeah. I, when, when I, I'm telling you, I, I never feel more like an operative in training than when I'm training women, women, religious, they get it. Mm -hmm. They understand. Like I was explaining. Okay. Let's talk about the rosary. We're talking about the Virgin Mary. Let's talk about the rosary. When Our Lady gave the rosary, talk about primitive weapons. When Our Lady gives the rosary to St. Dominic, she doesn't say, let me show you what, what sort of soft silk sash that I will adorn my the mystical body with. Let me give you this, what this is, roses flowing out of your mouth and they're create a bouquet of, of, for me. What she says to Dominic is, do you know what kind of weapon I have given you for this war? She says, I am giving you a battering ram. Now, a battering ram, as we know, you, you, you know, in ancient warfare, they would have a, a castle gate and they would slam against it, right? With this huge tree trunk, about eight guys on both sides of this thing. And, and that's what they would bash the door in. The modern battering ram is the breacher on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a Marine or an Army or an SF team going in kicking in the door they don't just kick the door in they put they put c4 on the door and and you you know they turn away clear boom blow the door and the first guy in is the breacher and so this is what the rosary does it breaches the enemy's place we go door to door this is spiritual combat you go door to door and you blow the door open with with the breaching weapon which is the rosary it's a it's, it's a fantastic analogy for today we have to use these ancient weapons we have to be prudent about how we use them but we have to use the ancient weapons because the enemy is now going house to house door to door you rebellion know, has yeah go ahead well i was just gonna say I, you're so right because uh my first impulse while, while we were first in the uh bunker right with the with just the ambush that satan did early 2020 i think um uh, my first move was to go and pray in front of the, our state capitol okay and yeah. uh and i just felt you know that's a that's a sign of of um of governance but but you know i felt like this is a tyrannical power anyways and then i get i had a, a group of people that joined me too um and uh so it was it was uh and then we would do these rosary rallies out in front of the Capitol as well. But uh, but the first move seemed to be, and you're talking about ancient weapons, was to pick up that rosary and yeah. and, and start marching and, and re reclaim surrendered ground is what I felt I was doing. You know, I wanted to yeah. anoint that ground. I actually took holy water, you know, epiphany holy water out with me and blessed salt and laid it around and said, we, we're, we're taking this back. Um, yeah. And, and interesting enough to you talk about the two pillars of John, St. John Bosco's dreams. It was uh, Our Lady. And then it was also the, the Holy Eucharist. Actually, the Eucharist was on the higher pillar. Uh, one of the big first moves that we did that summer of 2020 was we got out on the Feast of Corpus Christi. And we did a march wow. downtown in the, our the, state the, capital. Those are the ancient weapons, Father. Yeah. And, and we were praying the rosary as we marched, too. We, rosary. We carried, yeah. yeah. And we carry yeah. this statue uh, behind Beautiful. us. Uh, 
while, while we uh, had the Lord out in front of us. But, but uh, you know, the rosary and the Eucharist, that's what St. John Bosco's dream was all about. Yeah. Uh, Our Lady in the what Eucharist. Was, what was yeah. interesting, you have in that, in that vision, you have the Pope is the captain of the, the bark of Peter. Yeah. You've got the, the College of Cardinals and Bishops there, his officers. They were being assaulted by, 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 by the enemy ships, pirate ships, the enemy ships. And what, what most people don't, don't, don't realize is what they were shooting at the, the ship, the bark of Peter, were books. They were books. Wow. And also Our Lady, when she said, when she says, this weapon I'm giving you, this will be for future heresies, wow. right? Future heresies. And future troubles. And I think we're in the time, we're in the time of Fatima. We're in the time of Our Lady of yeah. the Rosary. This is where we're at. And the vision of Don Bosco is absolutely correct. The two pillars that we have to guide ourselves through, our families, you as a pastor, your church, right? The, 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 your bishop, all of our bishops, is to guide those entrusted to us between those two pillars, the pillar of the Virgin Mary yeah. and the large pillar of the Holy Eucharist. That's our safe harbor. You know, that was also the time when Father uh, Bill Peckman got, he went on retreat. Uh, right about the same time, and then he came back from the retreat and uh, said, I got an idea. Well, that formulated into uh, the book that him and I and Father Altman wrote called Let Freedom Ring. And uh, I, I felt like, that, you know, if you're going to be at war, and you're the veteran, you know best, but you got to know your enemy, okay? Yeah. You have to do intelligence gathering. What What is he up to? So we can do the counteroffensive, right? And so we actually wrote this book here. I'm going to hold it up. Uh, that let freedom ring. This thing is amazing. Okay. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote uh, a third of the reflections. Okay. And uh, the other two priests wrote the other two thirds, but uh, it's really amazing. And it, and it, 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 it made a lot of people mad. Um, I, you know, I think I was taken off a radio station because of this, but, uh, but you know, truth, you know, we, and, and what is it about truth? Uh, certainly those who are enemy to God, those who oppose God are gonna, are gonna despise it but also those who don't want to make those people mad, okay? This kind of false peace that if we don't stand up, if we kind of let them have their way, okay, yeah. then, then there's going to be this peace, right? And, uh, and no, that, that's allowing the, 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 the tyrants to take over. And all you're doing too is, is gifting them with knowledge that, okay, what we're doing is working. Because yeah. look, you know, we're, we're able to take over easily because we're not standing against it. And that's what I felt like. I felt like a warrior when we were doing this. This was the summer of, uh, of uh, 20, or 2020 when this came out. I really recommend, you know, I'm going to hold up stuff tonight because we're, we're talking about uh, the counteroffensive that we're doing. Uh, but you can get all this at romancatholicgear.com. That's my sister and brother-in-law's company. But uh, this, this book is really amazing. But I felt like that was our first move. Okay, the enemy did an ambush. It took us by surprise. We jumped into the bunkers. We got to get up, but we got to know what our enemy is up to. And 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 also, it talked about how, um, what 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 can we cultivate, what we can do in response to each of these forty ways. That's that's the uh, here's the uh, subtitle: forty day tactical training for freedom from the devil. So it actually calls up forty ways the devil is moving right now, and what we can do to counter that. So anyway, uh, all this, you know, it just. Um, uh, we need to get strong. Uh, we need to understand, you know, w what are the best prayers and all this stuff, which uh, I think you guys have been uh, a great part of. But Dan, can you comment on that? I mean, that, that idea of uh, intelligence gathering to, to kind of size up who yeah. you're fighting against? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's very over overused, um, but Sun Tzu and the Art of War, if you remember that ancient sure. 
document was written around the time of the book of Proverbs, so about a thousand BC. Uh, one of his one of his sayings is, "If you know yourself and you know your enemy, you will be successful in battle. If you don't know your if you know yourself and not your enemy, for every victory you will suffer defeat. Yep. If you don't know yourself or your enemy, you're a fool and you are soon to be routed." So mm-hmm. we might go into battle knowing ourselves, but you have to know what the enemy is. And this is part of what Father Ripperger has done and what we're doing with Libra yes. Cristo in union with Father Ripperger is getting the rules of engagement out there, yep. um, knowing how to practice. Uh, safely how to handle spiritual warfare how to handle these weapons how do we use what are the weapons and how to when's the right time to use them uh what we have what are the tactics and the strategies because in in every military operation you've got strategy and you got tactics strategy is the overarching picture how this fits into the battle and then tactics how do you use specific uh, um, tactics, how to set an ambush, how to get through an ambush, how to set up a detonating wire, how to, for us, it was how to do certain types of recon because we were in cavalry. So how do you learn the tactics to, to support the battle? And these tactics, this is the things that we're trying to, trying to teach, uh, uh, through Libra Cristo. There was a, a, a I've told this story. I don't know if I've told it on this podcast before, but I've taken my, uh, my hunting rifle and a friend of mine was a, um, Marine sniper. And so I was like, who else do you take out to zero in your rifle with a Marine sniper, right? Marines are kind of crazy, especially the Marine snipers. These guys, Marines have a poem. They memorize a poem dedicated to their weapon. You know, this is my weapon. Um, so so I take him out to the range and he's showing me. He says, Dan, I, you know, I'll, he said, next time we come out, I'm going to show you how you can, the real killer, he says, the real killer on the on the uh, the recon, I'm sorry, on the 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 the, um, the sniper team is the spotter who watches the bullet. He said, and I can show you how to see the air movement behind the bullet. So then we go to the. I was like, wow. We go to the pistol range, and then we're we're shooting and uh, 1911s, and he, you know, of course, he hits his target. You know, one hole, three bullets. My, I'm all over the place, and. Uh, so he looks at me, he's not even watching me, but he's, he's watching me from the corner of his eye and he says, raise your right thumb up three quarters of an inch. Okay, Marine, I'll raise my right thumb up three quarters of an inch. And I raise my right thumb up on that boom, 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 good shot group, respectable shot group. I'm like, dude, how did you, what, what do you, you're a freak. How did you know? He says, you're holding it. You're carrying your weapon like, like it's a revolver, like a wheel gun. You got to move that right thumb up so it gets out of the way of the slide. He gives me all the technical mm-hmm. why. And he's right. I carried a wheel gun when I was in Iraq. And so uh, and so that three quarters of an inch makes a difference between hitting your target and not. Now, if we know how to have that level of discipline and tactics on a, on a physical yes. combat, what makes you think that we shouldn't have that amount of precision yeah. and, and attention to detail when it comes to spiritual combat? Uh, real quick, Doug, before yeah. you jump in, because uh, it's popped in my head, because uh, I wanted to show the significance of us getting out there on Corpus Christi because we we knew we had to get out because the streets were on fire. Remember that? The the, yeah. the streets were on yeah. fire at that time. And we, we wanted to reclaim that that surrendered ground. And so we took our Lord and Our Lady out there, but it ended up being Flag Day. Uh, it, uh, Corpus Christi happened to land on Flag Day. So we got like 200 flags and the kids are all waving it during the time. But but then to understand, that was almost to the day when the pilgrims uh, left to come to America uh, to, to, to find their freedom as well. It yeah. was the 400th anniversary of when the pilgrims set off for America. And then to add to that, we went, oh, here's another one. It was President Trump's birthday that day. So, and he was just being assaulted during that time. 
but we just felt like there was a tyrannical takeover or an ambush going on because you know we felt safe we felt secure we felt like the like the pilgrims on thanksgiving that they found their freedom and we were living in that 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 renewed freedom during that time and it was all it was all just like nope satan's like nope we're taking it all away where the tyranny is the new normal that we're going to do right now and all of this immoral garbage just shoved down our throat during that time so anyways uh but what's yeah. interesting uh i'll end with this doug you get in here but um uh we we went on a corpus christi and up to that point you know all the shops were boarded up and closed and streets on fire there was nothing after that we, we literally took back surrendered ground uh, after that, it, it all yeah. simmered down. I mean, and, and think about this, Father. Not long after all this, the so-called summer of love and all this other anarchy. Remember when 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 Pius XI established the feast of of Christ the King to be on the last Sunday of October, yep. right in the old calendar. This is because he was. We're at a time where we're uh, Luciferian, Freemasonic, uh, secular humanism was was infesting the world. As and we're now living on the downside of that, that we don't need God. We don't part of modernism modernism is we don't need a redeemer. We right. don't need a church. We don't need Christ. All Which we is need what is Satan government. whispered into right, Eve's ear. For basically. sure. Yeah. That's Luciferian all the way. All yeah. what we need is the brotherhood of man. That is Luciferian Freemasonic yeah. mantra. The brotherhood of man. We don't need anything. We don't need uh, anything other than just laws, of course, run by the elite, like, right. like Schwab and, and the World Economic Forum yeah. and these other things. So but we just need the governance of man. And, and so the church says, no, no, there is one king of the universe, and that's Jesus Christ. I love the I love the uh, the mosaic in the in the National Basilica. Have you seen it right over the apse? In, in the Immaculate Conception in D.C., there's Jesus, Christ the King, right, over top. The, the, and, and he is, as the young people say, yoked, right? Yeah, yeah right. he is buff, man. Yeah. He, is, he makes Doug look, arms look skinny. <laughs> Jesus is Christ the King. Because the only thing that's going to unite humanity, says Pope Pius XI, is having Christ as sovereign king of the universe. Right. And where he is not the king, what is going to happen is division, wars, and, and strife among right. men. And look what has happened in 100 years since that encyclical. This is where we're at now. We're living we're living in anarchy. And in the ironic, diabolically uh, uh, influenced thinking, they call this the summer of love. They call yeah. this a time of freedom of expression. This is anarchy. If we drop hierarchy, hierarchos, archos is rule. So you have either a holy rule, priestly rule. Oh, Father, that sounds a little triumphalistic, right? Mm. Priestly rule, hierarchos, and patriarchos, right? If we have no patrimony, if we have no, if we have no leadership, what is left? Anarchy. And this yeah. is and this is where we're being pushed towards. We're kind of seeing this strange blending between the decadence of Rome before its collapse. But also philosophically, we're more aligned with the French Revolution and the modernist idea that came out of that. And so this is kind of this. This is where we're at. This is the cultural war. And as you say, we can't just sit in the bunker. We we have to. One of the things that Father Ripperger says um, that really sticks with me, and that is in the spiritual battle, if you take a defensive posture, you will be taken to the woodshed. Just like in a, in boxing, when I was a fighter, if 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 I if you ever see a fighter that gets hurt. 
and he and he goes defensive. The other fighter instinctively starts throwing the big ones because he can smell a knockout. And so if you go and get past them, I'm not saying you're stupid. You you have to be prudent, right? The first thing we the, the first thing the the NCO is going to tell you when you show up, even if you're an officer like me, he's going to say, "Now, sir, don't do anything stupid." Don't get yourself killed and don't get anybody else killed, right? So we want to be prudent about how we do this. Right. We want to methodically be smart about it. But at the same time, we can't just sit back and say, gee, I wish, I hope somebody does something, right? Mm -hmm. No, no. Like we said last time, no one's coming. It's up to us. And so you're, you, what you guys are doing, what we're doing, which are good people. I have a, a, a good friend, a priest in a, in a Midwestern city that's organ, helping organize with, with uh, the pro-life movement to start praying praying chapter three, the minor exorcism in front of abortion clinics. And, and the priests need to not be afraid to assert their God-given sacerdotal authority and dignity as priests to engage the battle. The priests need to lead the battle. It's great having NCOs like me and me and, and Doug and, and other guys out there that are that are here in the doing the grunt work. But the priests have to be not afraid too. They need to lead and the bishops as well. That 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 they have the right authority and the right power to do this. And, and we're here with them. You know, we're here with them to, to continue this fight together. Dan, I'm curious. Earlier, you said uh, that in the Iraq war, they, they, they took the uniforms off, they blended in, they put on civilian clothes, and they drew people into, drew soldiers into an ambush, like a kill zone type situation. You say that's kind of what's happening now. And you had to learn how to fight differently because the enemy was attacking differently. Can you define that a little more now for us in the spiritual realm? how the enemy has gone to this more ancient or uh, barbaric medieval approach? I mean, what would you call it? And what, what things for, for us to see help us identify what that is? Well, I think I would go back to, to, to Fatima. Uh, the, the, what did Sister Lucia Fatima say in an interview late in her life? She said that the final battle between Satan and in God between good and evil is going to be over in, in the family. And so it's going to be rooted in the family. And so and so families need to to to, to get their their everything under right order. They need to they need to to you know guard themselves very, very cautiously against the what's what's coming through our our, our secular society, through the internet, through our public school systems, and even some of our Catholic schools, we have to be very mindful about about the the tricks and the traps that the enemy is setting but if you look at for example modernism what modernism is a, modernism is basically anti it's it's rationalistic and materialistic and so rationalistic means faith over reason materialistic it means um, the material world over the supernatural so the enemy is going to kind of continue to push uh, uh, against that uh, in our schools, in our in our in our societies, in our government. So, and again, in the name of the brotherhood of humanity, these ancient web, these ancient tactics that he's going to be doing to the fomenter of discord. One of the titles um, prayed against uh, in the in the rite of exorcism. That this is what we're seeing unleashed into the world today, unleashing into the family rebellion. And so families need to hunker down and really, truly live their Catholic identities and do the very best they can. If that means homeschooling, that's the best alternative right now It's homeschooling, homeschooling your kids, pulling away. Now, remember 20 years ago, we would say, oh, no, we can't have a fortress mentality and a fortress church, right? We, we have to be safe and prudent and, and how we hand on the faith to our children and pass down the very, very basics of the faith, learning the, the prayers, how to pray. 
when you know the set times to prayer the 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 the, the part of our our protocol is the um the angelus uh, praying the Libra Cristo prayers or the 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 Dillium Christianorum prayers, praying the Angelus three times a day. These are the ancient ways where we punctuate our day with prayer. The Jew, the, the the Israelites did this in the in the Shema Israel, Great are you, Lord God, right? And they would pray this morning, noon, and night, just like we now pray the Angelus morning, noon, and night. Learning learning to 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 adapt your life, to order your life to prayer, order your family to prayer, live your Catholic faith. Um, these are the essential elements in the end, but the enemy is going to do those very subtle, this modernist first attack scripture, then it attacks the church. It's then it attacks natural law, which is where we're at now, right? Where we have this whole non-binary, this very strange, uh, gender ideology. And then the final attack is now against divine law, divine positive law, the priesthood. And this is where, this is where the attack is coming. And the heart of it all is the family. And so, so families, Families rising up, families waking up and, and saying, no, this is a priority. This is it. This is our battle. We need, we need, we need to stand up and fight for ourselves and our children. You know, Absolutely. You real quick follow-up. There's a TV show that came out many years ago that was really popular called The Modern Family. And it was, and I never watched it. I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but it was a hodgepodge of all different, you know, you've got the LGBT type approach in there. You've got the, just, it's just modern what we see all around us. And they kind of put a little bit of everything in it. Uh, my understanding of it, just to kind of paint this picture, like this is the new normal, the new normal. And it's, it's the, the attack against the family. They made a yeah. sitcom out of it and people just, we laugh our way into this, this bizarre oblivion by just going along with it because they they package it with humor which which that makes me think about what what you said they did in iraq because all they're doing is talking like oh no this is this is the way it is now it's new normal you know what i mean there's not like this you need to or no it's just and all the all the influencers are on board to make this the new normal and if you dare stand against it then you will be you know, uh, canceled or, you know, censored oh, yeah. or you know, yeah. persecuted in whatever way, uh, if you, if you dare stand against it. But, but I love too, how you said, Dan, the family, uh, that, um, the, the final battle would be against the family, marriage and family, uh, because here we are, we're, this airs on the night before Thanksgiving. And I pray everybody's going to have these beautiful family celebrations. Um, and, and of course we're in the holiday season, Christmas is coming too. Um, it, it, this is a time for us to take stock. Okay. Uh, we got assaulted. We, we, you know, the ambush came. And so now we say, what are we going to do? And first of all, I think what we need to do is understand we were weak. I think what, if I think this ambush revealed anything else is that the ambush was easy. Okay. Because we were weak because <clears throat> we stood with everything of the world and the job and the, and the, popularity or whatever you know the 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 uh the stuff we want but we we those became our gods we, we became an easy pickings for the devil to just walk in i think this is a, this is a great year for us to truly take stock and go okay this revealed that we were weak we need to get strong and so you want a strong family get them tied to the ancient practices of the Catholic faith. Okay. And of course we've been talking about them, the rosary, our blessed mother, the saints and everything like that, but also get tied closely to the ways in which God has revealed that he wants to us to come to him in prayer. Right. And he's revealed that through Mary and the saints, 
but it's God revealing it through them to us. Yeah. And that's what I love about Lieber Christo. I'm, I'm just, um, and maybe too, do we need a refresher? I don't know you guys did about what Lieber Christo is, but mm-hmm. um, because Dan's been on so many times, maybe we, we just assume our listeners yeah. understand this, but, but it's, 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 uh, and maybe Dan, you can help us out with that, but isn't it about just understanding that, um, well, it's the quote I love saying all the time, you know, uh, we maintain our peace through this, through strength. Weakness only invites aggression popularized by uh, president Ronald Reagan. But, uh, uh, but, and then it was all also the motivation for the journal that I wrote. And we began 2022 for 90 days to peace with this peace through strength journal. Um, and, uh, we, I, wow, we had like, we had like 50,000 people doing this together and the, That's the great. tons yeah. of comments, but it's totally based on your findings with Libra Cristo and what you're promoting as well is to get that strong baseline practice of our faith together. So now it, we're not weak. It, it, we maintain the peace through our strength. That weakness only invites aggression. We're not weak. And so the devil's kept at bay and he's not tormenting us. And we're not being, you know, uh, uh, pursued by the devil because he knows how strong we are. But uh, maybe uh, uh, Libra Cristo and what it stands for and what, what you believe in, uh, maybe you can e- expand on that, Dan. Yeah, so Libra Cristo is, is a, a, a group, a team of people that work with Father Chad Ripperger. Um, most of us are on his team as well. And, um, uh, and, and, and it's for cons- consultation and training for priests and lay, and lay associates working with priests who are exorcists and working in the ministry of exorcism and deliverance. And so um, one of the principles of WIT, so it's a four-phase protocol. The first phase is a, a return to a reordering of the life to prayer. So it's a, it's a set 30 consecutive days of a prayer regimen consisting of a few, uh, 6, 12, and 6, the Angelus, and, some, and a few other prayers, um, but also a media fast, uh, pulling away from the world and focusing on the media. Detaching, yep. Detaching, detaching from the world and 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 getting rid of gar- all the the distractions and the garbage of the world, and then uh, um, uh, uh, and also meditating on scripture. So you can read anything you want, so long as it's the scripture reader readings for the day. And that's another hard one because people we like to distract ourselves with media, with mo- social media, uh, um, with with reading. And here, I, you know, here I am giving a, a retreat for some true warriors. Uh, religious sisters, habited sisters that are that are that are doing battle, right? And and here I am, a biblical scholar with a PhD in biblical studies. And part of the novitiate for these sisters is they have to memorize. Now people say, Libra Cristo, it's too harsh. You can't make people pray three times a day for five minutes apiece. That's too harsh. It's non-pastoral. These sisters have to memorize one book of the New Testament and one book of the Old Testament before they make their first vows. This is serious because what are they doing? They show up and it's logical. It makes perfect sense. You show up. What are you thinking about? You're thinking about your old boyfriend. The devil is all over you trying to pull you away out of vocation. So how does the church and this religious order counter back? No, you will submit your mind to Jesus Christ, right? You will submit your mind and you will learn to control your thoughts. And you're going to do that through discipline. And now we're not asking anybody to memorize the books of the Bible. I'm embarrassed. Again, I'm a biblical scholar. I, I know the biblical languages. I, I, I haven't memorized the book of the Bible. That's, a, that's amazing. And it's discipline because a soldier must have discipline. And what we found is 
part of the rules of engagement in that first phase that the enemy responds to the imposition of order as much as to the to, to the prayers themselves people call all the time in the email all the time i need this secret prayer i need this special prayer we could be very superstitious yes of course there must be specificity in prayer there's effective novenas but ultimately it's holiness Right. holiness of thought word and deed that is our weapon that's the three-quarter of an inch exactly it's it, obedience oh, oh. The, here's the prayers right. you know they've been revealed to us and this is what your great-grandparents prayed uh, all the time you know right and for for generations and and uh right. you know we had the summer of love and <laughs> decided we didn't need to do that anymore and but right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, but so it's, the second it's simply obedience obedience in the second phase is the book that i've written it's it's a it's a catechetical dive uh, into the the teachings of the church. It's a tactical manual to show this is how the enemy works. This is how you this is how you get out of this move. This is this is you know this is the 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 the, the, the sawdust pit at, at Ranger School. This is the hand to hand pit so you learn how to battle the enemy. But and but at the end of the day, I've got two hundred and fifty pages of basically one long general confession how do you undo what the enemy's doing how do you identify with where, where elements of trauma in your life that have created a psychological compatibility with the demon if you've got a, a a spirit of anger or spirit of impurity that draws the demon how do you counteract that what's the move what's the three-quarter of an inch movement of the thumb to help you to help you counteract that this is what the catechetical phase is of, of, of this and before you even get the prayer by the time people if they're using this for the for their uh, uh, like we do with father ripperger they get to, by the time they get to the third and fourth phases which is minor and, and solemn exorcism they're ready they're holy the people that we put through this program by the time they come to prayer they are absolutely ready for prayer they're they're in a habitual state of grace they're, they're growing in virtue they're learning to off their suffering up they're learning to use their suffering as a weapon right it's time for us as catholics to stop the fantasy that there will not be suffering that that everything now that i'm now that i've given my life to god i should have no more problems i'm a catholic priest i'm a pastor right father i shouldn't have yeah. any problems i'm a i'm a catholic school principal i shouldn't have any problems i'm a that's that's crazy this is all part of it we have to just understand that that we so how do we use suffering as a force for good Right. Yeah, to How do we use totally, it? totally divinely inspired because, like I say, the statistics of people who feel they're demonically tormented, whatever title you get that, is just off the charts right now. And you were getting, uh, and Father Ripperger were getting like tens of thousands of requests to help them with their, and and what you found is that, you know, what, 80% of those are just healed by by just getting into the group and i sort of knew that all my priesthood because people would come to me and they'd talk about how you know they're they're tormented or whatever and i'd say i'd say can you describe your prayer life for me and and nine times out of ten maybe more 99 times out of 100 they'd say well i've been kind of lax on that and they, uh, and i get i i help them to get discipline in their prayer and that uh th that heals them it literally does um doug so we just heard about Libra Crystal. What was the motivation for Battle Ready Coalition? Can you kind of uh, help us understand what what it's all about and what 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 you're trying to do, especially during this Satan's ambush time? What what? Because I I know I well I don't know, but I suspect that that was a big part of the motivation to to go full in on on Battle Ready, Ready Coalition. What what what? Uh, it, the... it was mainly getting to know Dan. 
Dan's my inspiration. That's right. Dan's, Dan's everybody's Doug, inspiration. If I could write a song, I would cry. I would have Luther Vandross saying, you're my everything. That's you. That's you, man. You're my everything. You're my everything bagel. Doug Barry. Uh, well, man okay. Crush. Back to the serious answer then. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, it, it really, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's the signs of the times. It's everything. It's, you know, talking about the apparitions of the blessed mother for so many years and the prophecies and seeing things unfold like they are, you know, you, you can't make this stuff up as you always say, father, with regards to, you know, the gender stuff, the fact that we've got a sports world that has embraced this gender, uh, this transgender idea, and they applaud and give awards out to, for example, biological men claiming to be women, crushing records, you know, and swimming or whatever it is. And you look at all of this, and that's just one simple example. And you think to yourself, where does this go? I used to figure, look at the trajectory of where this missile is going to hit. Get off the X, get off the beach, get moving on this sort of thing. But so many people, just like when it comes to getting healthy and physically strong, they, they just won't take the steps. And I always say people are waiting around for that angelic injection. They're waiting for something to inject in their arm, and then they're going to be animated. They're going to go exercise. They're going to feel better, but they don't have to put any effort into it. And I kept thinking to myself, well, no, we just got to start talking about the basics of putting the effort in. There's something about the will that has to say, I need to do this. I need to take the steps physically and spiritually to be better prepared for everything that's unfolding and showing itself all around me. And Dan, that's something you seem to emphasize so much here is that a lot of this is about you have to take the steps. You have to not wait for somebody. The last podcast we did, yeah, just a, what, two, three weeks ago, whenever that was, was you know, no one's coming. It's up to us. In other words, you can sit there and think, well, angels are going to, and look, I'm not trying to make fun of this idea because I know there, there are messages out there, you know, I guess alleged messages that angels are going to show up at our door with with candles or torches and lead us to refuges that may happen god may do that i'm not mocking that but 11 million estimated people died in concentration camps and many of them were very holy people who were not they were not led to refuges they they had to deal with the day-to-day -day of the war world war ii you can name anything genocides and, and other tyrants anywhere in the world historically and good people suffer and die. Good people have to endure and, and grow and, and, and stand their ground with their morals and principles and even physically stand their ground when the time calls for it, like the Battle of Lepanto, for example. But even in, in all of these situations, it takes an act of the will of the individual to say, I'm not going to sit on my backside and just wait for somebody to give me a pill that's going to make me healthy. I got to get busy. I have to exercise. I have to eat better. I have to take those steps spiritually i can't just sit here and wait for angels to come and fix my problems i have to i have to be engaged in this myself of an act of the will and dan again that just sounds like that's so much of what what libra christos about what and that's one of the reasons you and i get along so well i know is in why we had you on the you know, battle radio tv show and we have in the podcast so much is you know father and i've been trying to get this hammer hammer this message out there and you're very adamant as well about People have to get off their backside and stop thinking that somebody's going to come and fix it. You know, somebody's going to come and take care of our of our government. No, you got to get out and vote. You got to get out and take care of things. You got to be engaged in all of these areas because you're part of this world and God has has made it this way. 
It, it, how's that sound, Dan? Does that sound like Yeah, that? no, absolutely. It's like I, I used in the book, I used David and Goliath uh, as kind of a, which is what the ancient church used, uh, yeah. Augustine and, and Chrysostom. And many of the church fathers talked about David and Goliath as, as, as a, as a allegory for 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 the, the Christ victory over the devil and the cross, and and so you know David uh, uh, slings the he throws the stone, but God guides him. God places it where he where where David intended it to be, but God guides the bullet to, to its target. And so we just need to be faithful. We need to keep grinding it out. All those pro-lifers, all these years, Joseph Scheidler and all these old school, first generation and now second generation, Abby Johnson, Mark Cavalier here in, in, in New Mexico, uh, amazing men and women that are out there doing battle. And it seemed like it was over. It seemed like, man, there's no way we can't even, you know, we can't even, we're just progressing quickly towards evil and out of nowhere, we hear about the Supreme Court decision maybe coming down that's leaked, right? And now Roe v. Wade's turned overturned. And so and, and that by the way, of, Dan, I, I need to say this before father does. That happened on father's birthday. In case what? oh yeah. In case in case we haven't I completely mentioned that on any forgot podcast. about that. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Doug. I I we uh, father's said birthday that since, is an Father's birthday is an octave, though, right? It's an eight-day feast, liturgical feast. So, but God, you know, God has the neck. God wants a Gideon's army. He's always working with the Gideon's army. So when it, you know, He likes the numbers stacked against us. He likes the three hundred versus ten thousand. You know, so so we we have to know that this is the way God works. And so when when the time comes, He will come. It, he I, will deliver I, us. Dan, I guess I add one quick thought to that too, and a very serious point. David trained, David practiced, David knew what he was doing. Right. He didn't walk onto that battlefield and pick up the sling and, and, and pick up those, those stones and think, okay, right. now if I put this in here, I think now how does this work? Swing it yeah. He knew. I mean, he, he even says to Saul beforehand, I've killed lions and bears with my hands. And didn't he laugh and mock? Uh, oh, yeah. He mocks yeah. Goliath. Yeah, yeah. When, when Goliath says, I'm going to leave you out here, for the birds of the air and the animals to, to basically have at your flesh and your body when you're done with you. And David says, Oh no, I don't think so. I'm going to do that to you and to the whole Philistine army. I mean, he yeah. takes it up one notch. Yep. Yeah. Confidence. You know, yeah. He's, I mean, confident, he's confident really in the power it. of God. He's confident in the skills yeah. that he developed and, and the power of God. And that's I, I it. Say, I want, power I of God and the skills that he trained himself. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he took what God gave him and he worked. So we got to train. Yeah, and I, I want to say this before because I forget if I don't say it. <laughs> uh, you guys, you should get over sixty years old. It's really fun. Everything's a new experience. <laughs> but, um, but I, uh, yeah, we're I, both I, in I our forties right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just want to say this. Listen, uh, you guys inspire me, and I pray that everybody who's watching is inspired as well because uh, I'm inspired to go at it full on. Because I see that in you guys too, and Liber Cristo and and everything it stands for, Battle Ready Coalition. I'm down eighty pounds since January first, and awesome. Doug, it's the energy that you're emitting that's good, keeping <laughs> me going with that. And and uh, I, I wrote this journal that you know that uh, is totally inspired by Liber Cristo, mm. um, and and the idea that you know, okay, we were ambushed. 
it showed how weak we are. I mean, I'm repeating myself, but so what do you do? I'm just a logical person. You get strong, you know, you get strong and you get united. And, and I think that's the other thing too, uh, that, that we've been emphasizing quite a bit is that, is that our response, okay, we looked at, we did our intelligence gathering and we looked at this, but our response is that I, I want to be united with you guys. I, 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 wa I, I want to go into battle with you guys. I want everyone else to come into battle with us and, and let's get united. Let's, let's do this. Let's get into training. Let's, let's put our best selves forward. Let's develop the best version of ourselves that we possibly can. And let's get ready and say no to Satan. You're not taking this ground and we're taking it back. But, but, but I know I was weak. I was fat. I was, you know, I was just, you know, I, I got to work. I got to work at it. And that's what we've been doing. And that's what we've been advocating. Uh, uh, don't you think right now, Dan, more than any other time, at least to me, it is. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm connecting all these dots, you know, the 400th anniversary of the, the pilgrims and all this stuff. But, uh, but I, I just think there's something about right now that's calling all of us to get off of the soda sofa, stop shopping and golfing. I love shopping and golfing, by the way, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but we have to take the time to train. And I, I and this just popped in my mind. as I'm saying this, listen, it airs the night before Thanksgiving. The following day is black Friday. Why don't you give your, your kids or your spouse or your friends the gift of some strong spiritual weapons for Christmas this year and get them in camp with you and us and, and let's go at this together. But what, what a perfect Christmas, you yeah. know, um, we're, we're, we're uh, the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving is the first Sunday of Advent. Okay. That's our Catholic new year. Let's go full on. Okay. I know it's the holiday season, you know, please everybody relax and have fun with friends, but maybe it's a time for us to, uh, develop. Okay. We're heading into the following year. Uh, you know, what am I going to do? And what, what do I want my family, my friends, everybody that I love so much to do with us, get those spiritual weapons into their hands. Uh, uh, honestly, this thing is amazing. Get this into their hands. This is, this is, this, li this lines up easily what Libra Cristo is saying and helps you develop it in a disciplined way over a three month period. Boom. It's, it's great. Uh, Roman Catholic gear.com. I love this thing. I love it. This is the best thing I've ever done in my priesthood <laughs> right here. But, uh, Anyways, oh, uh, but don't you think more than anything else? I do. Uh, Eighty pounds. Uh, <laughs> I do. I I think that this is this is our time, and this is our time to take back the surrendered ground. What do you think about that? Yeah, Dan? no, I agree. And and uh, among military guys, you've got gear guys, and and you've got skill guys. Skill guys are the guys that will take a stick and absolutely perfect it, and yeah. you can kill a guy one hundred ways with the same stick, right? So. This goes back as ancient. In ancient warfare, the slingers were, were the distance weapons, right? Slings and javelins. David shows up with a distance weapon that was three times longer than Goliath's weapon, the slingshot. In the ancient, and, and even in, 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 in the Old Testament, there were it, it, the uh, Israelite, the Benjam, the tribe of Benjamin. There were seven hundred Benjam, Benjaminites that all left-handed that could split a hair from a distance. Um, the, the, in the ancient Roman warfare, the Numidians, they still have in, in the islands off of Spain, they still have sling, slingshot competitions. The, the, it was, it, the historians will tell you that, that the Numidian mothers 
would, since the kids were little guys, the Numidian mothers would not feed them unless they could, they could take their sling and knock a piece of bread off a wall. And they would increase that distance as they got bigger. They reinforce accuracy, reinforce discipline, body movements. When I was, when I was in flight school, I would sit down, I would take a plunger with my right hand and my left hand, a, a, a broom, and you would just sit and do this, you know, with your, your cyclic goes back, left foot down, collective goes down, right hand down, left hand down, right foot up all day long. Cause that's where it goes. The, the feet control the back tail rotor, yeah. the, 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 the cyclic controls the pitch uh, and the, and the collective controls the left hand holds the up and down and they all work together. And you just sit there all day long, all day long until you can do it second nature. This is what physical warfare requires discipline. The Numidian slingers, the Benjamites uh, uh, in the old Testament for the army of Israel, they, it just takes practice. And you just, you just can't say, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pray once a week or our father, hail Mary, give me, give me, give me. If that's how you pray, you pray like a five-year-old, right? You have to, you have to have a discipline in your prayer. You have to learn how to use meditation, vocal prayer, meditation, reading of scripture. Um, these are, these are very critical. Marian consecration. You know, uh, when I speak with, 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 uh, you know, when I do conferences and that, when I, if I talk about David and Goliath, David put five stones in his pouch, right? People say, why did he need five stones if he, if he, uh, if he, if he was so faithful, right? Well, in Second Samuel, uh, uh, the ne in, in the next book, it says that there were four other giants from Gath. Goliath might have had five brothers, right, or four more brothers. So he was ready. But at the same time, what does five represent? The law, the law of Israel, the Torah. And so, what is our five? What is our law? The teachings of the church. This is what our armaments are. These will we reach into our satchel, right? The truth of God given to the Roman Catholic Church. These are our weapons that we have to use, but we have to put them into practice. It can't just can't just be a shiny weapon that sits on your wall in a glass case. This is something you got to take down. You know, uh, uh, one time I I, uh, I won a uh, a very beautiful gold um, lever action uh, stamped, really beautiful um, uh, rifle, and an old old timer I was with. I was telling him about it. And I said, hey, man, I'll never shoot that. The thing is too pretty. He said, if it's too pretty to shoot, then you don't need it, right? So when you got, same thing with your Bible. If your Bible is filled with dust sitting on your coffee table, you need to get a Bible that you can trash. You need to get a Bible that you can write in and draw arrows and connect it to here. You need a working manual. You need a tactical manual that you know where to go when you're praying. You have to get to know. What does St. Saint, Saint Jerome say? Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. You have to get to know the scriptures. You have to start praying the scriptures. You have to know repeatedly doing these things every single day. This is what the, the accuracy and the slingshot. This is what gives you the confidence to talk trash with a giant who, according to the Latin translation, the Vulgate, it was nine feet, six inches tall. That's Andre the giant out there, right? Taken down by a 14-year-old kid with a rock that big around, right? So how do you do that? This is, these are the things that we're trying to save through Libra Cristo and you guys are doing as well. And, I, and I, I'm just glad to uh, overlap shields with you guys and, and, and do this. That's awesome. And along that with David and Goliath, I'll add to that that his breastplate alone, Goliath's breastplate, his, his body armor, weighed estimated 90 pounds, right? His spear weighed as much as a bowling ball. Yeah, exactly. As I was about to say that the head of the spear was like 15 to 20 pounds. I mean, this was a brute, a very skilled 
killer. All right. And as we say in Ohio, he is a big one. You know what I mean? He is not a little feller. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. I mean? But like you said, smack. David knew exactly where to place the stone. He put it right there in the brow and it embedded he hit him in the, in the vulnerable spot. He hit yeah. him in the, you're not going to, it's not going to penetrate here. He hit him right. In fact, right. in the Greek, it says it went through the helmet and embedded into his brain. Yeah. Yeah. And what it speaks to is, is, is we have the finest of weapons, I yeah. think is what it speaks to. Uh, they rosary and the, the sacramentals and the devotions and everything that we've been, it's been revealed to us by God. We're obeying by doing these things. And that's what makes that stone precise right in the forehead yeah. when we do it precisely God's way. Right. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and we can defeat all the giants when we do that. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you got to consider that when the Blessed Mother comes to Fatima and makes clear that there will be a second world war if man does not stop offending God. And then she says, really, essentially, the peace plan is pray the rosary. If that's not an emphasis on what can bring, as she said, in each of the six apparitions, the only thing she really repeated in each of the six apparitions was when you pray the rosary, you bring peace to the world and you avert war. Yeah. Now, a spiritual instrument like the rosary that can actually avert war natural war is is pretty powerful yeah it's yeah. kind of like that perfectly placed stone in the right spot of goliath's head i right. just it, for life me can't understand when he had all this armor and the helmet and the yeah. and the heavy spear and he yeah. had all well there's no way you can defeat that and what does david do he laughs and yep. he mocks him and he knows he's gonna win because he's got the precise weapon and he knows how to precisely use it, and he has the power of God behind him. That's what we're saying right now. Because some people will might look at, well, the rosary. I mean, they got tanks. What are you talking about? You know, mm. no, the rosary. Pray, pray in the way that God wants you to. Watch what happens. It's amazing. You know. Yeah. Right, Dan. Absolutely. I was just, uh, giving some talk, some talks this week on a Lady of Sorrows, and the promises of Saint Bridget, uh, our Blessed Mother, promiser seven promises to, to, to those who propagate this devotion. Uh, I will grant peace to their families. I'll take that. They will be enlightened about divine mysteries. I'll take that. I will console them in their pains and accompany them in their work. I'll take that. I will give them as much as they ask for, so long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my son or the sanctification of their souls. I'll take it. I will defend them in their spiritual battles with their infernal enemy, and I will protect them at every instant of their lives. I'll take that. I will visibly help them at the moment of their death. They will see the face of their mother. I can't wait to see her beautiful face. I obtained, obtained from my divine son. Those who propagate this devotion to my tears and dolors will be taken directly from this earthly life to the eternal happiness since the, their sins will be forgiven and my son will be their eternal consolation and joy. That's why you understand why Father Ripperger named the Society of Our Most Sorrowful Mother right. after Our Lady. So because she will defend us in our daily battles. We have to do, to secure devotion, not just pay lip service, but to pray and, and have devotion to her. And under this, under her title now, Virgin Most Powerful, but also um, the Most Sorrowful Mother. There's promises to these. The first five Saturdays, you know, um, these devotions are, are, are they're, they're promises from the Blessed Mother, right? We need, we need to tap into those. Mm -hmm. I was just going to go up and get one. I'm going to show it to you. This is a uh, get his arsenal behind him. There he's got all right. Pull something out of the collection going, and uh, my collection is actual World War One military issue rosaries 
And when I was listening to you, in, in order for you to identify it as such, it has Jesus holding the cross like a soldier would carry, pick up his cross and carry it. But on the other side is Our Lady of Sorrows. And that's wow. what that's what they gave out in 1916, and it's made out of the pull chain. That was the uh, inspiration for the combat rosary. Wow, Catholicgear.com. But uh, but that's an actual 1916. When I first started buying these, they were like 50 bucks on eBay. Now they're like 300 bucks because everybody wants one now. But uh, it, this one's a little smaller than than the actual uh, normal size one that I I had made. But uh, I, I want to say one last thing uh, before we conclude. I'm looking at the time right now, but uh, and I wanted to say it earlier in the night, but uh, I, I ended up getting inspired by, it was one of our shows that we had uh, a while back, and you guys, and then we've talked about it since then, but you, we talked about go bags, uh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know to be ready with that go bag, or you call it a bug out bag. Is, is yeah. Name. yeah, and uh, there it is. That's the, so that's the spiritual go bag that I took everything that's the most essential weapons you can use and put it in that and uh, it's available at Roman Catholic Gear, and when you buy it all collected like that, it's 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 thirty percent off everything, you know, uh, to get it that way. So uh, Catholic bug that, out bag, I love it. Yeah, a spiritual bug out bag. I call it a spiritual go bag, but uh, yeah. So so look for that at Roman Catholic Gear. Uh, I'm kind of pitching because you know. We're giving gifts, and I think give spiritual warfare gifts for yeah. Christmas, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's the best well, gift you can and, give. And I'll, I'll just throw this in, too, as a last yeah. comment, Father, before we wrap up. is, You know, I just just earlier today, I was cleaning out my my holy water font, just the holy water font hanging by my by yeah. near my front door. And, you know, you, know it, you get the sediment in there, and you get the minerals from the water that settle in when the water sure. evaporates and all. And so you got to clean it out once in a while. And and it's a reminder of cleaning, like cleaning your firearm, you know, or, or, or like the you know, in the days when they would have sharpened the sword, you know, and cleaning their weapons and making sure that you're taking care of these things. You know, so everybody, let's just look at what weapons we have. I think everybody's got the drawer in their house. I call it the drawer. It's that drawer that you put all the religious stuff in sometimes, you know, when grandma and grandpa give you something, you know, and oh, thanks for the holy card. That's nice. I'm going to put it in my drawer. I can't throw it away because grandma gave it to me, but I don't really want to incorporate it maybe in my life. And we do this, I think, on different levels at different times of our life. We just throw things in the drawer and yeah. get the stuff out of the drawer, everybody. These yeah. are basic ancient weapons that God has given us. Scapular, rosary, holy water, blessed salt, prayer books, the scriptures. It's kind of like, you know, I've got that treadmill or I've got that exercise bike <laughs> and now it's Both got legs. clothes hanging all over it, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm not using it. And yet I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm out of shape. I'm, yeah. I'm overweight. What do I do? Dust off the equipment and start using it. Yeah, you can't that, wait. That's that that's what part of the inspiration for the go bag too, because I take it with me, and I, I don't know if you can see this, but I put it right next to my hip, you know, right against the console of the car, and that's where it sits. Mm. And it's kind of like I'm, you know, concealed carry almost, but I got all my spiritual weapons right there handy as I go, and I, I take it's real easy to carry wherever yeah. you go. Anyways, yeah. I think I think we're well past time, so yeah, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, Dan, Dan, good Dan, having Dan you. is awesome. Uh, and we honestly, Doug and I both wanted to honor you as a veteran because everybody's wearing camo these days because it was Veterans <laughs> Day recently. But um, but also, too, that, you know, to emphasize that we're heading into uh, a supreme battle and mm. and we can we can win like David beat Goliath. We can win, but we got to use the the best weapons God has given us. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, any, let's any, end, real quick, any, any last thought, Dan, you want to share with sure. the audience right now? 
Yeah, yeah. So last week I was asked to to go watch a friend of mine, good friend of mine's son playing high school football. It happened to be right at the same time the Buckeyes were playing and Notre Dame was playing. And so I offered up the sacrifice, the boys, my my godson, and I thought I'll re- record the games and watch them later. My wife leans over, you know, about an hour and a half into the game. She says, hey, the Irish are up 44 to nothing. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> then she gives me the Buckeye score. They were a little closer. They were struggling this week. They got the school up north this weekend, but they were winning too. And so I went back. I turned the TV on. And there's the Irish, and they had to turn it over on down. They got a punt. I'm like, yeah, I'm not worried. I know the end of the game. I know who wins. I'm not at all stressed watching the Irish or the Buckeyes because I've, I've got it recorded, and I know who wins. We should have that same confidence. We yes. don't know how, right? I don't know how I'm, I'm going to win, but I know I'm not going to lose. Right. I know that the Lord is victory. I've read the book. In the end, we win. We have to have that confidence and have some joy. And be at peace about it. The Don't confidence get so David wound had. up. Yeah. yeah. He laughed. He mocked him. But yeah. at the same time, he trained and he trained well. But mm-hmm. Doug, you pointed out too. Because yeah. some something I worry about is when people, when God's got that, that means they can go shopping and golfing and they don't have to do anything because God's right. got it, you know. So, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. David was trained up. He was a skilled warrior. He knew what he was doing, but he also had the confidence in God. So we need that complete package, right? Yeah. 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 All right, let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Dan. I love this show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me on. 